This is Toastcaster, your communication, leadership, and learning lab with your host, Greg Gazin. Episode 119, why point-and-shoot cameras are still relevant in our professional and personal lives. Hello, everybody. This is Greg Gazin, and welcome to the latest episode. Some of you might remember from episode 90, where we talked about creating visions and not resolutions. And one of the things I talked about was me getting motivated to improve my, my health. And one of the things I would do is walk. And I'm happy to announce, or I'm happy to let everyone know, that I have now surpassed 750 days, consecutive days, of walking a minimum of 10,000 steps. Now, that's not what this episode is about. As the weather gets nicer and I spend more time walking outside, of course, you're always listening to podcasts, as I mentioned previously, but I'm also looking and observing. Now, we see lots of people on their phones, a lot of people texting. I also noticed that there were a lot of people taking photos on their smartphones. If I mention point-and-shoot cameras to anyone these days, they're going to roll their eyes and probably chuckle under their breath. Hey, Greg, aren't those going the way of the fax machine? Aren't those going away of the dodo bird, Greg? What I would say to them is, don't just write them off yet. In fact, you might want to consider using one the next time you travel, head off to a conference, or maybe even in your next family gathering. <laughs> and you're still thinking, why would I even need one, right? Smartphones, hey, they're the default gadget for selfies, right? Taking other pictures, and you know what? Even shooting videos. <laughs> Think of the smartphones today. The built-in cameras in the phones, they're getting pretty awesome. The iPhone XS, the Google Pixel 3, for example, they're now better than ever. They've got great picture quality, high-definition video, and they give even some of the latest digital SLR cameras a run for their money. Also, smartphones are convenient, right? You've always got them in your pocket, in your purse, in your hand, at your fingertips, ready to capture that special Instagram moment so you can share with your family and friends and other social medium. I'm going to ask you to suspend judgment for just a moment. There are reasons for considering a point-and-shoot camera, and these go beyond the concept of the smartphone is now a Swiss Army knife, right? That it can do it all. What about saving your phone's precious battery life? I mean, isn't it bad enough that sometimes you have to run off and charge it up a few times a day? What about reducing wear and tear? These things aren't cheap. And what about that storage space that we never seem to have enough of? All those photos, all those 4K videos can fill up that 64 gig, 128 gig, or even 256 gig of memory. Some people like me appreciate the touch and feel of those real buttons, a physical shutter, a real viewfinder. Now, listen, I'm no photographer, but I really like the flexibility of being able to adjust the settings exactly the way I want them. And then there are the lenses. Yes, higher-end smartphones have some pretty decent lenses, but a lot of the other phones, so low-cost budget phones, well, the photos for the most part are pretty average. Now, the photos might look great, if you're in ideal lighting conditions or in perfect sunlight, as soon as things become dark or shooting photos inside, all of a sudden, the pictures aren't that good anymore. And what about if you like to snap pictures from afar? 
right? Maybe you're taking a picture of a presenter at a conference and you're sitting in the back of the room. Or maybe you want to capture that phenomenal wildlife shot and you don't want to get too close and scare them off. This is where your point-and-shoot camera can take advantage of the optical zoom. Now, an optical zoom, for those of you who may not be familiar with, true optical zoom offers this true lens adjustment. What it does is it gives you the same number of pixels in a given frame, and thus the resolution will be just as good as if you were close up. Now, you contrast that to the digital zoom that's found on most standard phones. How that works is it really makes things appear closer by simply making the pixels larger. So as you zoom in, there are fewer pictures in the frame. So what ends up happening is that your photo becomes a little bit more grainy or more pixelated. And this happens, this is both true in the case of photo and video. And in low light conditions, it's even worse. The other nice thing about a point and shoot camera or any standalone camera is that it gives you an opportunity to unplug and disconnect from the world just for a little while, right? We need a little personal time, a little downtime, a little time to reflect. Or maybe you just need time to focus in on your craft. Maybe you're writing. Maybe you're working on a podcast. Maybe you're getting ready for that next sales presentation. Another reason you might want to have a standalone or a point-and-shoot camera is that you may not want to be handing over that $1,500 smartphone to someone to take that group shot. Right? Think about it. You have all that precious data on board. Or perhaps summertime, you're going to head to the beach or out on a hike. Why carry an expensive device that you can lose or break, or perhaps it can just mysteriously disappear, when you can have a point and shoot that, huh, what's the worst case scenario? You're out a couple of hundred dollars. Now, without sounding cliche, one thing I want to share with you is that point and shoot cameras I'm talking about, it's not your dad's Kodak Instamatic. Those have gone the way of the dodo bird. A lot of them are probably gathering dust on the shelf. They're stored in the garage. And if you look on eBay, there's quite a few available, almost free. Point-and-shoot cameras, just like smartphones, have also evolved. Take, for instance, one model I want to share with you. It's the Fujifilm FinePix XP140. Now, for those of you who are counting megapixels, this little guy has a massive 16.4 megapixel CMOS sensor. Now, to put that into perspective, you can take a photo and print an 11.5-inch by 15-foot poster and still get a sharp resolution. For video, you can also record an ultra-high definition. You can get that 4K video that you so desire and so you get out of your smartphone. This particular model, it has a quality Fujinon 28mm wide-angle lens and it has a 5x or a 5x true optical zoom. So you can get those sharp pictures we're talking about. Now, for all you gadget guys and gadget gals out there, it also has some pretty cool high-tech features, which I got excited about when I heard about them. So if you want to make sure you capture that moment, this particular model, the XP140, it has an enhanced scene recognition auto mode. Now, this setting, for example, has the smarts to detect a main subject in the scene, and then it automatically optimizes the camera settings so that picture comes out just right. It also has something called eye detection. I love this. So it makes for better portrait shots by focusing it on the eyes. Even more, it has an auto-intelligent self-timer mode so that when it detects a smiling face, it automatically releases the shutter. 
So you're not going to have too many more of those grumpy cat types of shots. I know, some of you are probably not totally convinced. If you're not so far, there's more. This camera also has optical image stabilization, and this will reduce the blur from a camera shake. It also can do time-lapse photography, right? So this way you can capture a series of pictures over time, like maybe you're watching the sunset, or maybe watching your beard grow, whatever you're into. Even better, if you do happen to have your smartphone along with you, this camera also supports remote shoot. So you can place a camera somewhere and you could actually be somewhere else in taking a photo. So for example, maybe at a conference or at a wedding, and perhaps you might want to stick the camera up in a tree, right? And you don't want to be sitting in that tree waiting for the wildlife shot, but you can put it up in the tree, walk away, hide behind a bush, and take that shot when you really need to take it. Another thing that's great about this particular model is that you don't have to worry as much about it getting easily damaged. First of all, it's dustproof, it's shockproof, down to 1.8 meters. It's freeze-proof, which is something we've always worried about in the past, especially living up here in the Great White North, where in the wintertime you had to sort of keep your camera inside your jacket to keep it warm. This one is freeze-proof up to minus 10 Celsius. It's also waterproof down to 25 meters. I was wondering if it was beer-proof. It might be, but it's something that I'm not going to try. Now for me, color is important when it comes to photos and not necessarily with the actual color of the camera. But I do know folks that they like to accessorize and they love to color coordinate. If that's in fact the case, you'll be happy to know that the XP140, it comes in five cool colors. It comes in white, lime green, sky blue, dark silver, and yellow. Getting back to the features, it also has the latest Bluetooth technology. What's really cool about that is that you can wirelessly transfer your photos to your smartphone, you can transfer them to your computer, and you can actually go directly to a printer. And the nice thing about it is no cables are required because we all know when we're looking for the cables, we're never going to find them. What's even better is that this thing is actually affordable. In Canada, it retails for about $239, but I've seen them around $200. In the US online, I've seen prices ranging from about 155 to 180. As you can see, fairly inexpensive, barely the price of your low-end smartphone. And it's pretty much available everywhere. Of course, for those folks who are listening in other countries, you know, check your local retailer or perhaps check online to see what the prices are going for. So folks, the next time you grab your smartphone and you're ready to take that next picture, you might want to think about picking up a point-and-shoot camera. You might not need it today, but chances are there'll be a time where it's going to come in handy. This is Greg Gazin. Till the next time. Once again, this is Greg Gazin. We appreciate you tuning in. Now, I'm not sure how you joined us, whether you joined us through directly through Toastcaster.com or iTunes, but either way, you can pick up the podcasts there. If you really enjoyed the podcast, we'd really appreciate if you took a moment to leave us some feedback on iTunes because it really helps with our ratings. Plus, also feel free to drop us a line. Tell us what types of things you're interested in, what your Toastmaster specialty is, or what kinds of things you like to speak about. And perhaps maybe we'll even have you on the show. This is Greg Gazin. Till the next time. This episode was sponsored by Corey Outsmarts the Butterflies. A new book by Greg Gazin, geared to ages 8 to 80. Whether you want to improve your speaking skills or build your confidence, this short read is suitable for all ages.
It's available at outsmartingthebutterflies.com.